Nice boy. Welcome to the Nice Boys Podcast. Hey guys, this is a new format. This is something kind of crazy. My name is Austin. I am the king of the ring. With me, as always, is somebody new. So it's not as always. Um, would you like to say hello? Hello, I'm the king of the ring's manager, his wife, Allie. Wow, guys, it's a, we pulled a fast one on you since um, it's my wife, Allie. She's on the podcast. Hey, babe, how's it going? You literally look so cute right now. Like, I can't handle it. Thank you. I look like a mess. Uh, I, I've had like a- the whole crackhead vibe. I dig. Yeah. You like it? Mm hmm. Now we know what she's into, fellas. Uh, yep. You drug dealers out there, hit me up. <laughs> I, uh, I've had little to no sleep today, um, maybe three hours total. So I've been having a, a great time. Same. Uh, no, guys, uh, let's just address the elephant in the room. Shane is no longer with the Nice Boys podcast, so we're um, going to have Alyssa on, and if this one works out, she's going to be able to stay. She might be our new host. Um, oh, God. We'll just see, I guess. Um, Liz, normally we like to talk about like things we've done this week that are interesting. We basically share the exact same life for the most part, except for <laughs> work. Um, so... There is one thing we actually have done this week is we started watching a new TV show. Yeah, well, you know, what I don't like, and I guess other maybe wives can relate to, is that I can't watch it without you. And it's, you know, it's it's not fun. It's, I'm, you know, at my sister's and having a moment to myself and just really wanted to watch the show. And then I thought to myself, can't do that because instead of Austin saying, he'll be mad at me if he watches it or anything like that. He likes to guilt trip me and say, well, you can, it'll just hurt my feelings. So, but it will. Well, first of all, you have to have feelings for them to be hurt. We both know we are robots. Well, the thing is, here's the thing. Um, that's like a big thing with couples, believe it or not. I listen to some like marriage podcasts and there's one that I listen to called, I love you. Okay. Shout out where it was like a big deal for them to like sit down and watch something together. It was important to them. And I will say that like, it's important to me. I like what we don't, we have this thing. You like to watch a lot of these same shows over and over and over again. Hey, you know what? I guarantee 90% of the people that are going to listen to this right now will say the exact same thing, that they watch the same shows over and over again. You know why? Because there's comfort in watching the same shows over and over again. Yeah, I don't have an issue necessarily with... No, you do. Hang on. Hang on. Please let me explain. I don't have an issue necessarily with watching the same shows over and over again. You know, that's not... The issue is your unwillingness to watch a new show. Okay, but you act like this is new. Like, you act like when you married me, and after, you know, year one, year two, even year three of marriage, that you were expecting some change. This is not new behavior. I have been like this the, what, six, almost seven years we've been together. I call, so, I call, no, I don't think that's true. I, I do think it's true. You know, I, you know, I've done the same thing. I watch the same things. I, 
I'm just the same. That's okay. We're not. There's nothing wrong with that. We don't yuck nobody's yum. But what I'm saying is, uh, when we first got married, perhaps uh, we went and watched a lot of different movies. When we first got married, like low key, I was still pretending I was dating you, and like, oh my gosh, Austin, you're so cute. Oh my gosh. So like, now I got to know you. And we got on. Is that not true? Okay, but you are cute. Oh, that's not the point. Oh, okay. okay. The point I'm trying to make is like, mm. you know, that honeymoon phase, you know, that sure. honeymoon phase crashed and burned really fast, I feel like, because everyone's like, oh my God, marriage is so amazing. I love being married to you. I do. But I want to square you up every day, every day. Sure. Yeah. Well, anytime you want it, the fight's here. But what, I mean, but we would watch, we, when we lived in our first apartment, which may have been... I loved our first apartment. Some people might, you know, some people might have called it a white ghetto. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't Austin, know. it was not ghetto. I some loved people, our first apartment. Some people may have said that. That's all I'm saying. Okay, well, just because the same week we moved out, there was a drive-by shooting on our building does not make it a white ghetto. It was still super cute. It just somewhere. It just sounds like something that would happen in somewhere that you would call a white ghetto. Um, It was cute. Anyway, we had a big screen TV, which you made me get rid of. Describe that TV. You guys remember the process. You guys remember big screen TVs from the '90s and 2000s? Big screen TVs that were like little projector TVs, Austin. That were like the size of three refrigerators. You know what I'm talking about? That thing was so big. And when we got rid of it, when we moved, we had these redneck guys come out and they like pulled it over that huge brick wall and loaded it in the back of their pickup and just drove off. Because they knew what a gym they were getting. They were getting a deal. We just gave it away. You loved that TV, and I never told you, but Sam used to pee on that TV all the time. No, that's fine. Like, all the time. Hey, we listen, I accept the life that comes along with having dogs, but uh, I did love that TV. And we would watch shows on it every night. Every night we would watch Judge... Because, okay, okay, you're not giving them the full story. We were so broke, like, so broke. What are you talking about? Listen, we were so broke that we would go and we would go to pawn shops, not McKay's, not Walmart, but we would go to pawn shops and we would buy all these DVDs. And so we would buy all these DVDs. Yes, you do, because we still have those DVDs. And we would watch all these DVDs. And then, yes, I would come home from work and we would watch... (laughs) Garrett, Lord, Lord Gary Taylor gave us those rabbit ears and we could get like 10 channels on it. And we loved it. We I watched. still, honestly, I would go back to that any day. That was so much fun. We watched Judge Faith and then King of the Hill and then American Dad every night. Every night. Yeah. And, and then we, we would put the repeat DVDs on. It was just, you know, honestly, I miss the simpler times. Sure. Now you're like, I need a Nintendo Switch. Actually, no, I want a tattoo. Actually, no, I want a brand new TV. Like, it's always something. Hey, hey, wow, that's so crazy. Wasn't it like, I don't know, maybe was it two days ago, probably, I said, hey, babe, we're going to go on vacation. Can I get some new pants Are you kidding me right now? from Walmart? And, and you, you said, wonder hang on, why hang on, I want to square you up. Hang on, all the time. hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Just let me say it. Oh my God. You said, 
no, we don't have the money right now, but you can get it next week. And then what did you do just like a couple hours later? Did you go spend $175 at TJ Maxx? No, okay. The reason I told you no is because I knew I was going to do that. That's why. I'm going to just be honest for a minute. I knew I was planning on going to TJ Maxx, and I didn't want to risk me not having who knows how much money I needed to spend. Mm -hmm. So you're fine. We're not on vacation yet. You're going to get close for vacation. But you lead all these people on to believe that poor little Austin over here is not a diva. When in all reality, you ask anybody in your family, anybody in your friends group, you are the biggest diva I know biggest diva like this week you want to tell everybody how you kept asking me like over and over and over again when's my purple shampoo gonna be here when's my purple shampoo gonna be here my I had run out of it sh- oh okay diva diva he was out of purple shampoo for a week i needed it this boy it's just gonna be yellow like first of all what i needed it for to look good okay but you're a diva Listen, there's only, there's only room. I, I am a, a Rachel, you know? I don't even know what you're referencing. That's because you didn't watch Glee. And because my that, mom and dad said it was the devil. But, oh, we already talked about it. The pod people know about that. Are you serious, Austin? They know that you weren't allowed to watch Glee, but you were allowed to watch the Mind Freak Chris Angel. First of all. Mom and dad love Chris Angel still. Yeah, he's great. And second of all, you know, I well, this is something we're always going to disagree on is okay shows, not okay shows. Because I think it's okay for kids to watch Beetlejuice. You don't. I watched Beetlejuice at like six years old. Like, listen, I'm fine. Listen, you know, listen, a little dark, a little twisty, but I'm still listen, fine. Listen, 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 listen. Just because like, listen, man, my parents, when I was a teenager, you know, middle school, I was watching the South Park movie. I was watching. That's horrible. See, that's horrible. I've seen it, but it's horrible. Right. It's bad. Okay. You know what's also bad for a child to watch? What? Beetle Guys. It is a kid's movie. Alyssa. I promise on everything that I, on Doug and on I don't like that thing looking at me. I can see it and it's bothering me. He loves you. Listen, that is not a kid's movie. Dude, you don't even know. You were raised under a rock. You don't know. There's no reality where that's a kid's movie. It's a kid's movie. It's completely a kid's movie. You know, let's just agree to disagree. Hey, put in the comments below. Is it a kid's movie or not? You know, I guarantee a lot of people are going to comment and be like, yeah, I saw it as a kid. Alyssa, I don't know I, why it wouldn't be a kid. I movie. love you. You're my best friend. But you're, you're a close second. But no one but you and your sister and your mom thinks that is a kid's movie. Okay, well, then we just agree to disagree. I mean, I'm still right. You're allowed to be you have your opinion and your opinion is allowed to be wrong. But... We'll just move on because ultimately someday, if we were to have a child, if my kid wants to watch Beetlejuice at six, he's going, he or she would watch Beetlejuice. I'll punt that thing, dude. I've already tried to punt Oakland about four times since I've been here. Yeah. Is it going oh. good? She grabbed my leg and held on to my leg and sat her butt on my shoe and wouldn't let go. So I had to walk around literally with her attached to me. Oh, I miss her. 
Um, so I did bring up something I wanted to, uh, to go over with you. I thought it would be fun. Uh, there was a article that came out in 2017 about 36 questions to ask on a blind date that would lead to love. What did we say really quick before we do this? What did you say the other day? And it was so funny. And it was some, it was something about, I don't know if it was, it was something about like, if we would have met, I guess, before we had met, I don't know. And if we would have been with each other and you said something so funny and I can't remember what it was. I'm not sure. I Uh, think it was along the lines of, I don't know, one of us trying to kill the other. I don't remember. It was funny though. I'll think of it. It's much documented. I do not have a good memory. Um, I'm real bad at it. Mm-hmm. But but I have these questions right here. Um, and I think they would be fun. And we'll ask each other and we'll go over it. And it'll be just more talking stuff. Uh, so question number one. Given the choice of anyone in the world, who would you want as a dinner guest? We don't like guests at our house. Right, but like, let's just say any celebrity you could have as a dinner guest. It doesn't have to be at your house. You can go out to dinner with them. Who would it be? Oh, Edgar Allan Poe. We didn't say dead or alive, but that would be it? Yeah. Can I suggest something I think you would pick over that? Depends. Stevie Nicks? You wouldn't want to have... Listen, though, I would like pass out. I wouldn't even be able to eat if it was Stevie Nicks. That's a good point. I feel the same way about The Rock. That's why whenever stuff like this comes up, I can't pick him because I know I wouldn't be able to act like a normal human being around The Rock. Well, you say that, and also about John Mark McMillan. You like whenever you go to the event, whenever that gets rescheduled, you already said that you're fangirling now. Yeah, I, I that's true. I think um, someone who I'd like to have dinner with is uh, Ben Schwartz. That's John Ralphio from Parks and Rec. I would like to have dinner with Ben Schwartz. I think he's very funny. That would be awesome. So Edgar Allan Poe, for real? Yeah. Why? Because like I feel like I relate to him. Like I love his poetry. It's beautiful. Now you do have poetry books. You haven't read them at all during our uh, since we've been married. Uh, but marriage. I have his books. I've used to read them all the time in high school. Yeah. You, were you allowed to read Edgar Allan Poe in your school? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Alyssa went to an all-Baptist Christian high school. They let you read Edgar Allan Poe. It was a cult, actually. Yeah, they, we had it, like, in our English class. Um, we had tons. Like, we, I think we even went through a phase or, like, a semester in our English class where we studied – old poetry and poets and yeah. like he was on our list we all had to select from the list who we wanted to study and read more in and i selected edgar Allan poe and i kind of like fell in love with him because i think he's brilliant what what's your favorite poem um to no, the oh i just blinked oh the one where he buried the bodies under the stairs i just blinked on the name the cast of amontillado or the telltale heart the Telltale Heart, yes. Thank you. Yeah, where he buries the old man, where the old man's heart's beating the whole time. Yeah, I liked that one a lot. Yeah. We read a lot of – well, I mean, in public school, it's a little bit different because you – I just didn't think they would let you read such macabre gothic things in your Christian school. Well, the only thing Christian about our school was maybe, like, our fake Bible class we had. Mm. But even that wasn't very Christian considering my Bible teacher took my NIV – 
or no, NK, New King James Version Bible shout out of my hand and threw in the trash. Actually, I will shout him out. His name was Mr. Wynn. No, I wanted to sh- shout out the New King James Version. Sorry. Well, no, I'm going to shout out Mr. Wynn. Mr. Wynn, okay. you're still a psycho. Hey, Mr. Wynn, suck it. She's on a podcast now. What are you doing, you old fart? Yeah, Mr. Wynn, my husband can beat you up and repeat in half. Yeah, dude, I'll punch you in the fart box. Um, would Question number two, would you like to be famous and in what way? <laughs> I would. I already know what I want to say, and you're going to be like, no. And I don't know I if know I can say it on here. what you're say, you dingus. Well, can I say it on here, or is it going to get bleeped out like Shane's? We're not going to bleep nothing out. I don't bleep. Do whatever you want to say. I would love to be a stripper. Absolutely. Why? Why? First of all, I would make so much money for us. Do you realize? I would make I so much money. I would make be as much such... money as you think they make. Dude. Okay. Well, then we're going to watch some stripper movies. That one with Jennifer Lopez. We still have yet I to have watch. no interest in watching any Well, you are. Movies. And I'm just saying, if I could be famous, you know, yes... You know, I'm. I, I ain't know that I'm movie funny. about them money laundering or stealing money from somebody? No, it's about stripping. No, it is proving they don't make that much money, dude. Regardless, I would be a stripper and I'd be a good one. And Cardi didn't get famous, famous as a stripper, she was famous as a rapper. I would be a famous stripper, though. I don't know if that's a thing, babe. It is, and I guess number two, I would have to be famous for. Um, is obviously st- singing uh, Fleetwood Mac covers, you know, because I'm not creative enough to write my own music. While stripping. While stripping. Dancing there's to n- nothing but Fleetwood Mac. There's like one song, the... Just like I want rhythm, sing the song and not just singing. Maybe? All right, so what would you want to be famous for? Um, I mean, you know, we can just skip Rassler. Uh... <laughs> We can skip podcasting. Um, deep in my heart, I've always wanted to be a rock star. I would like to do that. That was like my yeah, first. I mean, inv- you're, you're diva enough to do it. That was like my first invitation into like, I really got into music when I was like, you know, good going into my teenage years. And I really liked all that stuff. So I think it was literally would be cool. that's so hot. I just pictured you as a rock star. And <laughs> thank so you. young lady. You are so good looking. Are you single? No, Mary. Question number three. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? Um, if I'm going to be yelling at somebody, yeah. Yeah. Always. So you're kind of in charge of a lot of people at work. Yeah, I have 14 employees beneath me. Yeah. And, and then I have about – I have 14 employees, and then I have about 50 vendors that have their own teams. So – Sure. So you got, so you definitely got to know, like, well, I mean, you know what you're talking about, but you got to well, have for me your... for work. I have to know what I'm saying prior because one of like all the HR and like a bunch of rules, like there's certain things and guidelines that I can and can't say. And so I actually, for I, most of my, especially if like I'm doing corrective, you know, action forms on employees, I actually will call HR prior and talk with my HR rep and get direction on what I can and cannot say. Cause there's a lot of things I would like to say that I would get sued for saying. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so you do, I think, uh, um, I do sometimes it depends on who I'm calling. I don't ever really you do all the time. 
I don't ever really make serious phone calls though. You know what I mean? But like, there's been plenty of times we've been in the car together and you've been like mad about something. And I look over and you have your hands raised while you're driving and everything. And you were just motioning and wording exactly I'm what you winning that argument in my head. I've already won it. I visualize my victory and then I go for it. You know what I mean? That's why I'm such a good arguer. According to who? Uh, question number four. What would constitute a, quote, perfect day for you? Mm, I think... That's a hard question. I don't really know. That's a hard question because, like, and I'm not trying to be cheesy when I say this, but, like, genuinely, I'm, like, really happy, especially with these days we've had lately, like, with quarantine. I know it can get pretty stir-crazy, but I feel like we have, you know, a lot of good days where, you know, it's just us and the dogs, and we're just kind of doing our thing and watching TV and relaxed. i tell you what I what would be, per, like, a perfect day. I think, obviously... I, I, um, I talked about this on the dog cops episode uh, when we talked about having our Greg days, I would like to go out us, you and me to like a restaurant we've never been to. I like doing stuff like that. I like going to new restaurants. I think that's fun. Like that we would go there for like a, a breakfast, like a brunch, you know? And then, and then I like, I think it would be fun to do something outdoors. I don't care what that is. I always have fun. You hate the outdoors. Let me explain. I do, mm. but I always have fun. Like when we go out on the boat with your family, like I always have fun, fun. you know, so something like going out on the boat, you know, I think would, and then in the day by watching a scary movie with you and the dogs, I think that's a pretty perfect day. I think another perfect day for you would be going to a strip club and seeing your famous stripping wife working her stuff and making that money. Wow. Huh. Yep, that was a lot to take in, I know. Go ahead, next question. In that, in that scenario, who is my wife? What do you mean, who is your wife? Like, what do you mean? What do you, you mean, who is your wife? You weren't being you specific. What do you mean, who is your wife? You are only ever going to have one wife in your entire life. Do you realize that? Do you one, realize? one wife, one life. Guys, am I right? I will rip you to shreds this this is why i want to square you up number five when did you last sing to yourself or to someone else uh we recorded oh a song the other day yeah. uh, we recorded a song the other day and then on the car ride here i was getting it you know i do i do every time i get in the car yeah that's an easy one yeah i was singing i was playing the guitar before you got on the call at, we'd, we'd oh sing. are you playing for whiskey she loves no i don't know what she was doing i don't know what the dogs were doing um Number six, this one's fun. If you could live to 90 years old and retain either the mind or the body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? Body. You know, the mind, you know, I think it would be awesome to have a rocking body and a slow mind because that's just going to throw people off. I mean, you're gonna, yeah. they're going to roll up on you and be like, man, look How at her. How conceited are we? Because I think the same thing. But also, like, I've just had body issues for most of my life. So, like, to have a solid body, you know, for the last 60 years of my life, I would trade that. Because I think I'm, I'm mentally, it can only go up from here. You know what I mean? I Like I said, I would just like to throw people off. You know, I like to try to be hit on. And then they talk to me. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. 
Oh, here, what is that actress's name from American Horror Story? Which one? The, the uh, blonde and uh, the daughter. Um, I can't think of her name. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I'll look it up real quick. No, don't look it up. Um, you said it the other day. She's like one of the main characters on all the episodes, or all the seasons, excuse me. Well, anyway, when you. Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. So here's my addition for Sarah Paulson for American Horror Story. (laughs) If you've ever seen it, she cries like that in the show. It's pretty funny. I do a really good impression. Anybody can do the impression. Number seven, do you have a secret hunch about how you'll die? Listen, I don't have a hunch about how I'll die, Mm -hmm. but all I've got to say is I have stipulations. Sure. I want my death to be cool, and I want my funeral to be cool. And if my funeral is not cool, I will haunt somebody. Whoever is planning it will be haunted. Um, I always think about Final Destination 3, and that's the one with, with the roller coaster. And, but the part I think about is where he's trying to talk to the girl about his picture, and he's like, there's like nothing coming out of my butt, is there? <laughs> and that's like the, so I always think about that. It makes me laugh. Like, Listen, if my funeral is not bumping, like I want it to be a straight party. Like there better not be like watching and coming up to my casket. Sure. Like, we loved her. She was great. And let's say yeah. a prayer. And All right. So let's do it now. What are we, what, what, uh, let's do two songs that got to be at the funeral. Okay. Two songs that have to be at the funeral. Let me look really quick. I got a feeling is a given. You don't have to worry about that by the Black Eyed Peas. That's going to be on there. So, is there two other songs? Okay. For me, yeah. Check yourself by Ice Cube. Okay. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Mm-hmm. And then the second one. Let me look really quick. Um, I think it would have to be. <laughs> it would have to be Post Malone and Ozzy Osbourne's. Um, that new one. Was, that new one by Post Malone. Uh, yeah. What is that song's name? Let me look. Uh, yeah, everybody knows that. Um, yeah. That's a good uh, song. Like, that's why, a are the, why those two songs? Because, like, I want people to get hard and get turned. Like, listen, oh. I was a bad B for a long time. You want time. a real horny funeral. Austin, who all listens to this? Who all listens to this and you're saying horny on a podcast? Do you say this often? Yeah, horny is one of the main like selling points of the nice boys. If you're not on with it, you can't be a host. Do you realize your grandmother listens to this? Mama, I it. am so sorry that your grandson has a nasty mouth. You're trying to say St. John and Lord Garrett don't get horny? Austin, apologize right now to your grandparents. You listen, everybody gets horny. It's a thing of life. I'm, I was Austin, stop it. Stop saying it now. You were listen. You were horny to do this podcast, right? Like you were horny about Austin. it because because That's it. you know what? Next question. You're a disgusting human being. You didn't ask me. I want the all of Will Smith's greatest hits. Just put all of no, Will. No, you Smith don't get any now. Yeah, you know want, you're not getting a meal. What kind of food do you want at your funeral? You want a buffet or like what are we talking? Like chips and dip, I, finger foods. For I want nothing but the little cups that you get during Halloween with the gummy worms in them and it's like pudding oh the dirt mm-hmm. and popcorn balls no no popcorn balls i hate those popcorn. are good um all right number eight name three things you and your partner appear to have in common 
absolutely nothing. Uh, we both are kind of like uh, opposite. Um, no, but like if you see us together, like we're like if we're like dressed up, we like kind of look like a hipster. That is how you describe us as a couple. We kind of uh, look like a hipster. The gimmick is three things you appear to have in common. We don't have anything in common. We don't even appear to have anything in common. I disagree. I don't disagree. Have the people that are going to so listen like, to this. So like our pictures um, that we just got done where we're downtown and we're both like wearing black. You know, we look edgy. Oh my God. You're literally embarrassing me so much right now. I'm dying inside. Shout out to our amazing, absolutely amazing photographer, Brittany Stevens photography. I think it's Stevens photography. Absolutely amazing work. You're never going to find a better photographer and better person. Yeah. Uh, I think that um, we like, uh, you can't even answer because we don't we literally we're polar opposites when like people think you know they think oh opposites attract like i guess that's true because me and you are completely opposite like, you're very outgoing and nice and you like dealing with people like i would be fine if i was the only person in the world like you know we're very opposite hmm. well all right then uh number nine for what in your life do you feel most grateful man that's a hard no kidding that's so mean i mean i guess we obviously have to say each other right i mean that's kind of like we'll be condemned if we don't say each other yeah but we also both have like really good well-paying jobs where i mean we just gotta we're fortunate to just have have a lot yeah good life you know we're i will say like god has blessed us tremendously and continue especially from where we started as a couple and i don't even think a lot of i don't know if you've ever even talked about that on the podcast from like where we started to where we are now um and i full heartedly give all the credit and glory to god for that because we started with nothing i think our wedding night i flew in from las vegas on a tuesday morning austin picked me up from the airport and then we drove straight to ohio to tennessee she flew in from las vegas to oh excuse tennessee. me yes i flew in from las vegas to tennessee so there's a four almost five hour flight and then we went for straight from tennessee to ohio which was like a four hour drive and i don't even know how we made it but we barely made it to the was it the court not the courthouse but like the place where we had to get our marriage license in ohio downtown we Cincinnati. made it in downtown natty the nasty natty and we had 10 minutes left before they closed and we got it. And well, then the pastor that was marrying us couldn't marry us till nine o'clock that evening. Um, so he married us at nine o'clock that evening. We didn't have a wedding um, at the time in our lives. Unfortunately, we just didn't have, and I'll just be honest, we didn't have a lot of support. Um, it was just two young kids that didn't have a plan. And um, so we got married at nine o'clock that night. And then from there, drove back to Tennessee and that was another four hour drive, got pulled over on the way home, got a ticket in Kentucky on our wedding night. I think the cop think you abducted me because I was asleep in the passenger seat and the Austin got pulled over and the cop was like, what are you doing? And Austin was like, Oh, I'm sorry. We just got married. Blah, blah. And the cop woke me up and he's like, ma'am, did you just marry him? I'm like, yeah, what are you like imposing? You freak. It was Kentucky weirdos. And then we had Taco Bell for our dinner, which is amazing. And I would never change that in a million years. Yeah. That's a good and one. we had St. Jonetta and St. Papal. 
the most angelic people in this world. St. Jonetta, uh, Lord Gary. Yeah. They, uh, we lived with them. And, you know, from there, though, we worked, we built our empire. We're still building. So I would say I give a lot of, I give all the glory to God for that. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Do my parents listen to this podcast? <laughs> I don't know. But that, the thing is, like, that's kind of like a retrospect question, right? Like, it's kind of like, you know, like, if I changed something, I wouldn't be where I was. I don't, this stuff is boring to talk about. Um, number 12. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? I would love the ability to sew imitation Levi's. No, I'm kidding. I would love, I feel like one, I like I'm doing too much talking. You're not talking enough. I got one. Um, I would love to be like a, if I just could just wake up tomorrow and be like a master woodworker, like I could make like furniture out of wood. Like I could make anything like signs, things around the house. Like, <laughs> Close. Well, yeah uh you don't watch dave little dicky's show but there's like a part over on there where he has to watch trippy red's little cousin and they buy him a wooden shirt <laughs> they're like at this craft fair and this dude selling wooden shirts it's so stupid um but no i yeah i think that's so cool i like doing stuff like that i like working like with my hands and i think that's fun if i could just be able to create things and like that i think i would really enjoy that so what was the question again if you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability what would it be I would love the ability to shoot lasers out of my eyes like i i would literally love that this isn't like a superpower question. Why can't it be? I mean, we can ask that question. No, like that's my answer. I would love to shoot laser beams out of my eyeballs. Okay, next question. Uh, we're not going to get through them all. We probably got time for just a couple more. Uh, this is Austin's way of pushing me off the podcast because I'm not as funny as his ex-boyfriend. That's not true. Listen, hey, man, people are struggling with it. I'm still struggling with it. You know, we're trying to work this out. Um, these next questions are all like serious stuff. Okay, like how serious? I just ask one. Um, is there something you've dreamt of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? Oh, God, what, no, next. What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Nope. What do you value most in a friendship? Can't relate. Go next. What is your most treasured memory? Mm, I don't have memories next. What is your most terrible memory? If you knew you'd die <laughs> suddenly in a year's time, would you change anything about the way you live now? What does friendship mean to you? What roles do love and affection play in your life? Yeah, it's like all like it gets deep. It's You know what I mean? That's really boring. Who created these questions? Uh, some news article for first eight people. Oh, God. Thirty-five is of all the people in your family whose death would you find most disturbing? Why? What is wrong with what? I guess. Now here's the thing: people, you know, do have fascinations with death, and I mean, it's a part of life. You don't. You don't like it. You don't like it. I have. Well, for me personally, I thankfully, you know, given my current circumstance, I haven't ever lost anybody close to me. Like ever, I have never lost 
a pet close to me. Well, I mean, we just recently lost like my childhood cat, but like I even really wasn't even close to that cat. I mean, I was, but not like I am with my dog, Sam. I don't know if you've ever told them about Sam, my dog. Mm-mm. Um, but I have never had it, lost anybody close to me. Um, I lost two uncles, um, over the last couple of years. One of them, that was the, my closest uncle that I was to was pretty hard, but it wasn't, it wasn't like paralyzing. Um, I lost, it was, you know, I lost my uncle a few years ago, Nick to, um, an OD, but you know, I have never lost anybody close to me. So death is not like a thing that I handle. I know how to handle. Um, and you know, I'm thankful for that, but also I feel like I'm a little stunted because I don't really do not raise your hands to those babies. Shut up. I don't want to have to edit, dude. Oh my gosh, you're mean. Um, but I've never thankfully, you know, I guess thankfully in in a way, lost anyone close to me, you know, yet I know it's inevitable, but Yeah, but I mean I'm different about it. You've just bought me a book a coloring book for serial killers, you know? That's because I'm a good wife, like but I like the, I don't, I, let me say this. I don't like the, I, I, not people dying. Don't get me wrong. But like, um, like um, I am fascinated by what causes somebody's brain to break and, and do things that like serial killers do. And, and like um, cults is a big thing. I'm fascinated. No, with. I don't like cults. That's scary. I don't want to talk about it. Well, I think what convinces someone to so fully follow someone you know what i mean as in like when all the especially like you know you talk about jonestown and like i don't think it's complicated i think it's very just as simple as why especially like you know i grew up in a christian home you know why am i a christian like why did i grow up like why have i never steered away it's because you're raised to believe in something you're raised with you know, the background of those beliefs and you think to yourself, Oh, that makes sense. And you know, you don't really question it. But, uh, but perhaps, and that's because within religious societal structures, questioning is wrong, but like, um, but it's, it's not, but the cults are religious structures. Yes. Right. What I'm saying is you're quote unquote, we are conditioned to think that questioning is wrong. I don't want to linger on that. What I'm saying is like towards the end of Jonestown, Jim Jones would hold what they call like town meetings where everybody involved, he would preach for like 18 hours a day. He would stand and like hold like court and like make people fight each other and stuff like that. And you know, when it gets to that point, it's like, Hey, you know what I mean? Like, where do you, like, are you too far in that this doesn't cognitive in your brain doesn't switch where it's like, Hey, obviously this is something that's going wrong. It's just kind of crazy. You just don't know. Um, what you just described to me was the Hunger Games. Perhaps I watched a scary movie I really loved. Um, it Why was did a, you watch a scary movie without me. It's called The Lodge, and um, and what ha- happens is like there the story starts where the mom and the dad are like getting a divorce, and then like the first five minutes of the movie, the mom kills herself, and. God. here's the most i don't really get emotional for movies but this scene like ripped me apart because like there's a scene of the little girl like the daughter she's like eight or nine like screaming in her bedroom like she's not going to get into heaven like 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 screaming because they're like a religious catholic family you know 
even though that's nowhere in the Bible. It doesn't say anything like that. Uh, but you know, you know, people, it was, you know, it was crazy. The dad's girlfriend in the movie was raised in a cult and she was coming out of that and she like had to take psychological pills and, you know, she still has like lingering issues um, because he's like a writer. He writes books about that stuff. And the kids obviously don't want to meet her because, you know, that, you know, things happen with their mom, whatever. Anyway, they get convinced to be like up in a cabin on a mountain around Christmas time away from each other. And like, there's like standoffishness between the girlfriend and the kids. Well, like one night after like they wake up and there's no food in the house, all their stuff is gone. Uh, And it's like, what is happening, you know, like in the movie, like leads you to believe that like, are these people dead? Because they, you know, there's, you know, it looks like they're in, you know, purgatory maybe. And there's like all these signs that they are. And then there's like 20 minutes in the movie left and it flips, right. That these kids are playing a prank on this girl who was in a cult. They had all the food up in the cupboard. They had all their clothes, everything, these two kids, right. But slowly we see that she's losing her mind because she's like reliving this nightmare as a horror. And the movie ends with basically the kids breaking her brain and becoming like uh, she like ends up killing the dad and like goes back into this cult lifestyle because she's convinced that they're not alive anymore because these kids played this prank on her and it psychologically broke her again to being back in a cult. And it's like, it's crazy. It's such a good movie. I'm going to have nightmares now. Thanks. Well, that's all the time we have this week. (laughs) Uh, Babe, I had a good time talking to you. It was a lot of fun. I honestly was like low key dreading this. I thought I was going to be like my therapy sessions when I have my calls and I like dread them because I like it's can be so boring and it takes forever. Yeah. But it's not like it wasn't like a therapy call. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. I had a lot of fun doing this. And oh, I was thanking myself. Sorry. Not you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> um, you can follow me at Austin Mind Freak on Instagram. I don't have what anything else. your name? What is wrong with you? Are you ready? Uh, <laughs> there's, uh, you know, uh, you can't follow me on anything else. You, if you want to follow Alyssa, you can follow her at Mrs underscore mrs underscore mrs m-i-s-s-e-s underscore jones on instagram just don't Um, follow me i'm not interested in having you all follow me thanks she's so sweet you might be the new host of this thing man uh i hope not (laughs) so would Um, this be like another marriage podcast where we pretend we're like so out of the box and just so cool our theme song is by Dog Cops. It's a song Outrageous off their EP Zang. You can check them out on Spotify. There'll be a link in the description. Uh, they would really appreciate your listens and your streams as well. Check out all their music. It's really good. Uh, leave us a email if you got any questions about the transition that we're going through or what this next stage might be. Uh, or you can you- email me on their email, and I'd be more than happy to answer more questions. Um, we do have a special guest next week for sure i can tell you that right now um i'll just go ahead and say it uh i will i don't think you should say it i don't think you should say it you don't think so no i think you no i think no don't i wouldn't say it leave them on the edge of their seat i'll leave you on the edge of your hey she's not living on the edge what is wrong with you 
If you're not leaving on the edge, you're taking up too much room. You know what I mean? Austin. You're going to pay for your whole seat, but you're only going to need the edge. You know what I'm talking about? No. You're going to be on the edge of your seat the whole time. Uh, Yeah, so leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Rank it five stars, but write whatever you want. Anything you want to write, talk trash about me, how me and Shane split, but just please leave us five stars. I appreciate it. Nobody Uh, better talk trash about me or I will hunt you down and decapitate you in front of your family. Okay, that's good. Do you have any other parting wisdom for our guests today? Um, please donate to your local animal shelters. Thank you. Garbage!